Hello there guys, what is going on Son of Chelsea? Back here again for another edition of Let's Talk Chelsea. Hope you're all doing well and keeping safe on this Wednesday. They're going to be talking about Petr Cech's big return to Chelsea's first team squad. We'll get into that straight away. An amazing story breaking last night just before the Sevilla game. Also a little bit more on that Sevilla game. Christian Pulisic, Mason Mount, Reese James. I'm just looking at the game a little bit more because I wanted to delve into some things I didn't in my rational perspective last night. But before we get into any of that, I want to ask you guys if you haven't already hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you never miss an upload. Also hit the like button if you're enjoying the content because it helps out the channel as well. Also, if you're listening on the podcast, please rate and review because that helps out as well. Firstly, the first big story uh, of yesterday was Petr Cech. Um, this incredible news that just broke a couple of hours before the game uh, officially started against Sevilla. Uh, here we see in the Chelsea submitted, official submitted 25-man squad, um, Petr Cech listed there just uh, below Caballero. And there was a lot of uh, journalists like Liam Toomey, Nazar Kinsella, Matt Law rushing around for confirmation whether this was real or whether this was a mistake by Chelsea. But then it got confirmed. And this was the statement by Chelsea in regards to Petr Cech being listed in our Premier League squad. He's not in the Champions League squad, but he is in the Premier League squad. From the ever-reliable Matt Law, Petr has been included in the squad as emergency goalkeeper cover. This is a precautionary step due to the unprecedented conditions currently caused by the COVID-19 crisis. He takes up a position as a non-contract player. So almost fantasy stuff. Uh, supporters have been joking recently because of Bendy's uh, fitness issues. If he's not available, get checking goal. We have seen Petr although of course he's been the technical and performance director for the last year, helping out in terms of recruitment, uh, being very much linked with Frank Lampard in terms of transfers for say the likes of um, Edward Mendy recently but also Timo Werner over the last summer transfer window so that's been his role he's been at the club for over a year now back at the club after being at Arsenal for several years but this is an amazing story it's such a shock it's a lovely thing to see um, I can understand it though based on the extraordinary circumstances we face this year in terms of the pandemic in this season you've got to look at it like this if say Kepa uh, for instance and I, I hate because it is a pandemic it is an illness but it, it's just the case of the current situation we've seen it with other clubs recently if one player goes down with coronavirus and is tested positive for coronavirus um certain players then have to self-isolate you may have three or four players had to do that we had to do that over pre-season i think mason mount tamori tammy abraham had to do that recently and it's an issue if you have three or four players out and potentially you could have multiple players out and those players could be goalkeepers that could be all three of the current goalkeepers in kepa mendy and caballero and in an emergency situation petacek may have to go in goal i don't think this will happen i think it's an extreme circumstance and that's what Chelsea have very much stated. They haven't said it's a mistake. He definitely is in the 25-man squad. Uh, it's lovely to see a legend uh, in the squad. And you see him in training with the likes of Kepa, Caballero, Mendy. Um, and it's amazing to see, obviously, keeping himself in great shape. That's the top professional he is. And I'm sure he's out on the training ground quite regularly for Chelsea. Um, and I think he'll need to be right now because he's been listed in there. But quite an extraordinary story. Um, please let me know your opinions on it. Um, I sort of threw it out on social media last night. Will we see Petter in the last like five minutes on the last game? in the season um, this year at the bridge. We'll have to wait and see. But interesting development for sure. Uh, let me know your opinions on Big Pete's return to the first team squad in the comments below. Next, of course, looking at last night's game against Sevilla, 0-0. My rational perspective of that game is up on the channel if you haven't seen it already, given my thoughts on the game in a more general view. Um, one player, I did give a lot of credit to the defence and really the only player, of course, uh, without Kurt Zuma, because I think Zuma did have some shaky moments last night, but I gave credit to Thiago Silva. I gave credit to Edward Mendy. I gave a lot of credit to Ben Chua. The one player I didn't give credit to that much was Reese James, who I think had a really impressive performance last night. And just digging into the stats of his performance last night from expected Chelsea here, great account. Uh, six tackles, dribbled past just once, three clear.
clearances, one interception, one block shot, eight of 11 ground draws, one a solid defensive performance. It was. And I think that Reese James, uh, really impressive last night. Of course, he had that really good international break. Of course, he did get the red card against Denmark for England, but that performance was so impressive and it was such a big night personally for him. And this is the side of his game he needs to improve if he wants to get ahead of Dave at that position for Chelsea. Um, it was a shame during the game because earlier early there was this moment where it looked like he was going to get in on the right. Uh, he put a brilliant cross in, which unfortunately uh, didn't come to anything in the end. It was great defending by Sevilla, but you see that threat obviously with Reese James crosses. He's so good. And one day we're going to capitalize on those crosses because they're so good from Reese. The delivery out there is frightening really to, to think about the potential on that side, especially with uh, Ziak now in the team as well. But I think this defensive sort of solidity and aggression that Reese had yesterday and intelligence, because that's an issue with his game. And I think that was also down to our sort of more cautious nature with his fullbacks, not really pressing up that high. But I think it'll be a really confidence boosting night for Reese, especially being out of the team for the previous two games with Dave being back in the team. I think it will help Reese. And now there's sort of that fight on and, and that big decision to make for Frank at the weekend against Man U. You know, do you stick with the same back four that just got you a clean sheet and a really resolute defensive performance? So I think this is a impressive for Reese, of course matching that with his creative distribution as well with crossing he can turn out to be an amazing player for Chelsea so I think it was a big night for him but there was frustration last night that I expressed with the lack of creative sort of ingenuity and expression last night by Chelsea that we've seen from Frank Lampard and I picked out this stat because Chelsea recorded their lowest xg expected goals of the season so far last night at home to Sevilla lower than the Liverpool game where we were down to 10 men for 45 minutes but reading a piece from Liam Toomey in the Athletic revealed that their expected goals of last night of 0.36 was also the lowest of any game since Lampard took charge. It was also the first nil-nil draw under Frank Lampard in 63 games as head coach failed to score in our previous two Champions League openers as well, losing 1-0 to Valencia last season. I believe as well the last home game in the Champions League before last night um, was at home to Bayern Munich in a knockout round uh, of 16 and uh, we lost 3-0 of course so didn't score in that night either. Um, I think that that's, you know, you, you'd guess that by watching the game. That's not much of a surprise. Um, seeing a 0-0 draw under Lampard's Chelsea is a massive surprise. That's a collector's item right there. Um, I think the issue was, and it was this battle last night, I spoke about balance, and it's that sort of progressive intent in terms of pressing but also like against defensive structure, which we, which is what we want this season. We want that improvement because that's the only way Chelsea are going to progress and stop shooting themselves in the foot like we did against Southampton and like we have many times under Frank Lampard over the previous year. And I think that was the issue, you know, not being overrun in midfield, but not having the guile or fluidity to get through Sevilla into dangerous areas. You know, our fullbacks, as I said, in terms of Reese James were limited and that was the same for Ben Chilwell in getting up the pitch to create overloads. That was an issue throughout the game and also create that natural width that say Pulisic can give you a uh, Ziyech Callum hudson when he came on very late on as well Timo Werner really struggled to get into his best positions and the lack of bodies for me I think this was the issue right so our plan I think a lot of the time was to hit the ball long to evade Sevilla's press right and losing possession in dangerous areas and that was usually through Thiago Silva Thiago Silva a lot of the time nearly all the time he got the ball um, even under pressure or under no pressure he looked to hit that long ball mostly towards Timo Werner but the unfortunate thing it didn't work and there was a lack of Chelsea bodies when we lose the first header and there wasn't a Chelsea player there to pick up the second ball that was a big issue for me and I think that when you see that when we use that tactic to hit the ball longer whether that's through Edouard Mendy and when we decide to hit the ball long you instantly clamor for Olivier Giroud because you think that's his perfect game that's where Giroud excels and that's where we can get up the pitch a little bit more and help our fellow attackers the issue with that is you want Timo Werner in this team and that isn't going to benefit Werner's game it isn't going to elevate his game I think the the 
problem with this is it's almost like Chelsea sort of DNA, natural DNA with, with strikers of hitting the ball longer to a more physical striker who, with his back to goal, can chest it down and link up with fellow attackers and start an attack. That's the issue that we have with Werner. He can't do that. He's not that type of striker. And as we've already seen this season, I don't like him out left because I don't think... Number one, we'll get to Christian Pulisic. But number two, I don't think he's actually best suited out there at the moment for Chelsea. If we're going to use that tactic, I think that Drew has to be brought back into the team. Even Tammy has to be brought back into the team. Then the question is posed, what do you do with Timo Werner? Do you maybe go to a three at the back? Do you play two up front where Werner's just off, say, Olivier Giroud or Tammy Abraham? There was an issue with that last night and that's why we had so little clear-cut chances. And I think that's something we need to do moving forward. We need that defensive structure. That needs to be improved. That's a positive of last night. You cannot brush over that based on our recent defensive performances. But at the same time, this team needs to be fluid. It needs to be high pressing. It needs to be creative with the amount of amazing attacking players we have. And that's the big sort of question for Lampard balance once again. And that's going to be the key issue, not only of last season, but of this season as well. So we'll have to wait and see. And lastly, I think we have to talk about Christian Pulisic and this whole positioning debate about Mason Mount being on the left. Uh, two games in a row now, so it's not just one game. Two games in a row, Frank Lampard has fielded both Mason Mount and Christian Pulisic. But the big surprise of Saturday and, of course, last night was that Mason Mount starts on the left and Christian Pulisic is on the right. For me, this is a massive shock. And I think that... It's a loss-loss situation. You know, I think both players are out of place. Firstly, I think it's forcing Pulisic out of his strongest position and it's now hurting Mason Mount. I've spoke about Mason Mount being that versatile player, right? He's got that within his arsenal and I think you saw that to great effect last season. But this season, it isn't working for Lampard. And I know I've spoken before, praised Mason Mount. I think he's very essential to what Lampard wants to do. But at the moment, we're not seeing the benefit of Mason Mount's raw energy, his pressing. It's just not happening at the moment. He feels isolated from the game and I don't understand why forcing Pulisic out to an unnatural position. You know, he has played right wing, I'm sure, for Borussia Dortmund in the past. But for Chelsea, he's looked exhilarating at left wing. And even in brief glimpses last night, when he did move over to the left at the start of the second half, we saw that once again. But instantly, he was shifted back out to right. This sort of fluidity of movement, this was an excuse given when I criticised it before the game started, that, well, there's fluidity of movement. Players will move in at our position. To be honest, the way the game unfolded, that didn't really happen. Pulisic at times had to sort of force himself out there to make something happen. Um, so that was a massive concern for me and I think it's not benefiting either player and in a game that was so tight last night where Chelsea were lacking that natural inspiration Pulisic can add that individual spark out of nothing that Chelsea need in a game like that against Sevilla was it Lampard's call to protect our fullbacks but then when you look at it neither of our fullbacks as I've already expressed pressed up that high so there was a sense of caution and that balance and for me moving forward now Ziak is fit again and I believe he will be starting very soon um, I hope he's starting against Man United because to me Whoever's starting, right? I think Pulisic, if he's starting, should be on the left. Um, that is his best position. I don't understand. I think maybe it's overthinking things from Frank in terms of getting Mount in a team. I, I just don't understand it. I think that... Pulisic is so exhilarating. He's so dangerous in that area. I think for a number of reasons. Not only as you saw last night with driving runs at the, at the fullback pressing and back is so hard to defend against Pulisic's pace and dribbling ability, but his anticipation for, for goals. When a ball gets crossed from the right, say from Reese James or Ziak moving forward to potentially get to the far post and put the ball in the back of the net. That's something we saw last season for Christian Pulisic. I don't understand why you'd want to take that out of Chelsea's attack this season. Um, and when we see games like last night where Werner is going to be a little bit more quiet, maybe struggling to get into the game naturally you need other areas to really help you out and bail you out in games like that and unfortunately I think we limited what Pulisic could do last night I know he's probably still lacking match sharpness and fitness getting back to that but still for me you've got to be playing players in the right position and Pulisic is too good to be shifted around for me he has to be at left wing because 
that's where he can be most deadly. Please let me know your opinions on everything I just discussed in terms of severe game, in terms of you know the, the numbers, in terms of the lowest XG, the nil-nil, the defensive solidity versus progressive intent, also Christian Pulisic being out of position. What do you think about this whole situation and everything I said? Please let me know in the comments below. But that is it for this episode of Let's Talk Chelsea. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to watch it or listen to it if you did on a podcast. If you did enjoy it, hit that subscribe button and a notification bell so you never miss an upload. Follow me on Twitter at Son of Chelsea. Have a great day and I'll see you again.